I'm so happy that we got names of episodes now. I cannot tell you how irritating it is naming off cassette tapes. You're listening to that blessed and highly flavored podcast. It's only because a nigga bless. Welcome back to Black Oak Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode. Well, actually, two episodes of 13 Reasons Why. Starting off this second season with... What was the first one called? (laughs) The first Polaroid and two girls kissing. I am glad to get into a new season. Although I was a little trepidatious because y'all know after the finale, I had a whole bunch of thoughts about the first season. And it looks as if we may start to address some of these things in the second season, which is already a more fresh analysis of what we saw previously as far as the show jumping into who exactly was Hannah Baker what led up to these events not just from her perspective and we kind of see the fallout as well that this trial being moved to court is starting to affect people at school so This is the kind of drama I've been wanting that I never got season one. And it was more like we all needed to get to this big secret. But like by episode four, everyone knew what the big secret was. And then it kind of did a lot of mooling. It really shat on a lot of the characters because it was very disproportionate what some of these quote unquote crimes were. And then I think there is a huge issue with I um that I was kind of saying in the last episode of what is bullying right so I wanted to look it up because I wanted to and I want the the show not to put it in a context that it's not I'm sure that made sense in my brain when I said that, but (laughs) bullying is to seek to harm, intimidate, or coerce uh, someone perceived as vulnerable. So there are some actions that, yes, are bullying behavior. Courtney, bullying behavior. She's trying to harm her. She's trying to make her feel a certain way. She's constantly... You know, bringing her up when you don't have to. That was one incident. You could have got your word word out. You made sure you were um, prolonging the assessment of the lie that she stated. Marcus, sexual assault. Point blank. Bryce, sexual assault and rape. Um, Tyler, stalking. Right? Zach? Not even close to bullying. <laughs> Not even. I mean, I guess the seek to harm, taking your your compliments, but it sounds so silly. But <laughs> I'm just very not. I think that it's a reaction without. This show has previously, I should say, not taken any stance on how or what Hannah does at all, or even. As this episode, the first one pointed out what Clay has done. You know, two wrongs don't make a right. Just because you say, though, this person did it. Like what he did to Tyler last season. That was not okay. Not even a little bit. 
he enacted bullying behavior so then when tyler does another act like shoot up a fucking school because we all know he has an arsenal it's your actions that continued a certain behavior pattern that he is already experiencing at that time turn him in or get him some help if you think that he is someone who can be helped or maybe he just don't know or see what he is doing is wrong i have not had one person in this whole entire and i have been calling them the creep right and even in this episode it's not fully addressed he needs that camera taken away i understand that that's one way in which you connect with the world but i do also think that mr porter is trying but i'm getting all way ahead into the episodes because i just finished watching them after driving five hours so i just got a lot of caffeine in my system and just ready to go systems fired let's get into the first one here uh the first polaroid written by brian yorkie who worked on a movie called next to normal and directed by greg araki worked on a movie called kaboom never seen any one of those i rated this one 8.6 out of 10 let's break down some of the stuff i'm not gonna go scene by scene because that can get me frustrated (laughs) and there is a lot going on let's start with clay and sky um they have been dating these last five months apparently but they have not had any type of sexual relationship yet um when they tried to take it to the next level and now i know since they brought it up in this episode about affirmative consent yeah where was that all last season but okay that he has to ask that this is okay he has to get a verbal permission i mean unless she was taking off his his uh i guess that's how it works as well they need to either show explicit consent or give explicit consent but yeah when they're about to get all frisky he touches down there and realizes that she has been cutting herself still and this ruins the mood because he's like you're supposed to call me i'm not i'm not invested in this relationship because a they're both mentally dependent on each other in a time of their own vulnerability and they have not resolved their issues and it spills over into episode two and i clay needs to back off I know he needs someone he's still dealing with the hannah dilemma i keep saying oh i don't haven't thought about hannah in months just because you haven't thought about her doesn't mean that just means you compartmentalize those feelings you never address them and your mom apparently did not force you to go to counseling which i don't understand even though she is trying her damnedest she really is the father ain't doing shit but she is trying her damnedest to reach out and connect with her son and he is just not letting her in um she's seeing her from the window and he comes home and what is up with these kids thinking they could just walk into my house at whatever time of night and start barking at me talking about oh well i'm just gonna go in this refrigerator get me some water oh no oh hell no i don't give a damn (laughs) (laughs) that he's a teenage boy yeah i can understand maybe he wants a lock on the door but yeah at the same time you could have had a discussion with that and explain your reasonings because yeah i don't want to walk in on you masturbating either however that's not what you did you just went up bought a lock and then put it on your door 
absolutely not. I see my ass would have grabbed the tools on taking that lock down and then taking a step further, being petty and taking off the whole fucking door. Like this is my house. You earn it or you don't. And I'm not sure I understand where these parents are coming from <laughs> by letting these kids run it. That's the reason why they fucking go off and do all this shit and get into this stuff is because you are not being the parent because you're trying to give them their space. You don't need spe- you're 16. <laughs> you don't need that much damn space. You just don't. You ain't paying no damn bills. Anyhow, he's starting to hallucinate. Hannah sees her outside because now everything is going to trial because at the last very second, the Bakers chose not to settle and instead decided to go to trial. Clay is really upset by the fact that he himself has not been subpoenaed. Clay, you don't need to be. You're a conflict of interest and you're mentally unstable. They said one or the other and he took no, like he made his mother, she had to recuse herself from a case because you were involved because you waited forever in a day to tell her about these fucking tapes and then you getting mad about why the tapes aren't in there why isn't you saw what that yeah we all heard it what is that supposed to mean this is not the same trial this is the trial of hannah baker and whether she molested someone or not and needs to go to criminal choices that's a whole different thing they're blaming and that's where i think Olivia Baker has it twisted. She's blaming the school for something that's not the school's fault. The fault is you let your kid go out of that damn house and didn't decide to check in or give her a time to come back home. Anything that would have said, let me make sure my child is not going somewhere that puts them in danger. Now, I know, I know (laughs) that you cannot control your child for everything. I know, I get it. You could say you're going to such and such. You could really be over here. I get that part. However, there was even, there was no effort. There was no calling. You said, I'm going to a party. And you're like, oh, okay, bye. Have fun. Don't drink too much. You're not 21. <laughs> so I don't, that's the part where I'm like, y'all out of y'all fucking minds. I'm no, 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 no. Then at the trial the first person to testify is tyler so tyler starts to talk about his story where 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 is my tyler notes (laughs) i am so over kate walsh's puffy face it's not even funny that wig does her no favors i think i just don't like kate walsh as an actress especially playing a role in which like when she was in the Umbrella Academy, like I didn't have a problem with her when she was Addison on Grey's Anatomy. And I guess that's where most people know her from. But in the Umbrella Academy, I didn't like her Effie type thing as Mimi called her, but I particularly didn't like the weirdness in which she was always around five. It just creeped me out that it felt as if she had a sexual thing for him and he was in this tiny little body. And I even rewatched the episode because I was watching with my sister and she was like oh did you fill out and you're looking like you fill out in them shorts and i was like ew how did i miss that the first time that is fucking gross so that really put me off of her and then her in this role it really it does not she reminds me of a trump wife that is what she reminds me of and then having her with the person in the second episode or whoever this you know those people that chase those stories and try to make everybody's story about their story yeah her 
that's what she's doing so that's what somebody got a buzz in her ear and told her some way and somehow that this is not on you and they need to pay and she just does it her husband and left he's done with it maybe because he's self-reflecting she says she's so angry how about turn that inward because it sounds from all case and points that you are not the best of mothers you are not checking in on child the way you should have been and maybe he understands that and has moved on with his life wanted to settle wanted to take this horrible tragedy in their life and even maybe he wanted to do criminal charges but it is a really hard case to try because it is his word against her word and her word unfortunately she is deceased and she never went out and explicitly said who it was and we'll get to mr porter in a minute that did it anyhow um yeah that's what i'm like is this justice or is this revenge because this feels like i need someone to blame besides myself anyone to blame besides myself because if someone else is at fault that means i don't have to be um i thought dennis needed to warn her about getting her hopes up (laughs) and making the school capable or culpable for the rape because those are two different cultures that you're talking about you're talking about a bullying culture and then you're talking about an actual crime and that's again where i feel dennis as an attorney and i get what he was saying well maybe we need to establish the bullying behavior and then that could take us into the criminal charge case however i still thought dennis that's some shitty lawyer advice because they are two separate things happening on two separate premises and other than the fact that these are all high school students and go to the same school the the school didn't sponsor anything it wasn't a parent or anyone that was a teacher there the only link they have to any of this shit with the school (laughs) is um mr porter and even his testimony while he will be considered fired or negligent she never actually came out and said the words i was molested she actually sounded confused and it should have absolutely and 100 percent been checked up on however she did not tell him in that moment in her classroom this happened to me and he did nothing she gave him a story of ifs and whats and it needed to be investigated further but the school at that point did not explicitly know that hannah a wanted to kill herself or was going to kill herself i should say and b that um she had been raped that was not confirmed at all until mr porter listened to that tape so whatever his negligence is and what he deserves is still separate than what the school would be responsible for. okay we had one of our counselors was a little negligent and could have done more that's not the same of we knew that this was happening to this girl and we chose to do nothing or intervene and like we said in the first season there was a teacher who literally said after someone said i'm feeling suicidal if you need to talk to me after class come and see me why is that never brought up and i think the school i think they're really with this season they're trying to or with the show i should say they're conflating two different things they're turning this whole jock you know uh baseball team whatever like they have the quote run of the school whatever you want to say about that 
that's a different situation than absolute bullying, right? Because they had the peer review. They they clearly got rid of Monty when, I mean, I don't think if it's ever brought up to school, at least it's not been shown that things have been brought up to senior members of faculty and they said, okay, I'm not dealing with that or I'm choosing not to address that. Yes, do they need to have a lot more hall monitors? Absolutely and completely. <laughs> That's their first problem is they don't have hall monitors, which I don't understand because that would never happen in any school that I've ever been to past 2002. Hell, it was before then. We had fucking had to go in. There was if your school was bad enough and they knew they had them problems, you best believe come in and, and got metal detectors <laughs> in the front. Like, uh-uh. So I was kind of with the prosecution during the trial when they were talking about the fact that they're putting the case forward as she was bullied to death. I'm not necessarily of the opinion she was bullied to death. I believe that she had a tough time and in cases were bullied and definitely abused um, and then ultimately leading to the criminal activity that happened However, we saw instances in which Hannah herself was not the nicest person. Like, I don't care if Zach was friends with a whole bunch of ass dicks or you thought it was a prank or whatever. You humiliated him in front of everyone and then you got like weirded out that he would actually retaliate. You were an ass to Clay. An absolute, like, there is no way in hell you're going to tell me you didn't know Clay had a thing for you. You were too good for Clay at some point, and then you like Clay. That's fine. You're allowed as a person to be like, oh, I don't really like that person. But you were not kind about it. You were indifferent. You didn't care about his feelings when you made this and that comment. So it's kind of like... Everyone hurts people's feelings. When does it get to the point where it's bullying behavior? And these incidents all seem particularly small, even with the Alex thing, even with the Jessica thing, even with the even the Courtney thing. I would say Courtney only because she was like up in her business at her workplace and was still talking shit. Like Courtney, come on now. But Courtney redeemed herself, I guess, in this episode. And they the I still haven't forgiven Courtney. I'm not, I'm glad she came out about her sexuality. I know that's episode two, but she was acting a uh, damn ass fool last season. I'm not completely over that whatsoever. And she didn't say anything about the rape. Tyler says that everyone bullies people and that the athletes are gods. They run the school with the school's permission. Again, never seen. Then he gets hit with the fact that Hannah herself liked and wanted attention, which is facts. Like, that's uh, another part. Don't go chasing people. That ain't your crowd. (laughs) Why do you want to be friends with the jocks and the assholes? Because that's exactly what she was doing. I wasn't going around in high school. Again, I know Mimi's going to trash me like, oh, well, everyone was a you. You were a special kind of (laughs) kid. But even my sister or even my daughter now in school, she there's bullies. Or there's people who attempt to make bullies. They're very, very strict about that. No, no, you can't. <laughs> there's no, uh, hey, someone so-and-so was, but you gotta watch it. And like when we were in Indiana, I had to watch it a lot more though because those were Trump schools. And 
she was a biracial girl and there were maybe three of them out of 200. So yeah, I had to be a little bit more diligent <laughs> about how she's being treated because the she's a, a minority in, in the minority. <laughs> so yeah, I took things or what other people, kids could say. Maybe they're not trying to be, but maybe they're saying it outside of their mouth. But I know there was this one little girl who was just not nice. She's just always trying to say something side out of her mouth about Maya. And they ended up doing something about her. They brought her mama in. It was like, eh. <laughs> she she needed to get talking to. She had to go to her, to her classes or whatever they go, those mediator classes they get. But they do address it right they it, they just don't not address it but my daughter like she finds her crowd like there are the popular girls that are at the bus stop and i'll be like why don't you go talk to them because they mean <laughs> okay <laughs> like she makes it she's very much aware that i will only hang out with people that i think is cool and i think cool people are the ones that do the animes and likes things that i like but that's because I sat down and had conversations with her that you find your people. Again, where are the parents talking to these kids about? Like, everyone's go, oh, well, I had bad high school experience. Then prep them. Prep them from the world. Don't just wait until it happens to decide to talk to them. Tell them what they about to go deal with. Maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm just so open with my child. Um, I just don't feel and maybe it is a, a little bit from my own childhood I was kept a lot in the dark again I, I brought up that I was occasionally bullied but then again I was bullied when I got home I really was my mama was a bitch <laughs> I love her to death but she had her own issues but she did call me a slut when I came in <laughs> one night like, um I'm 18 you ain't gotta call me names this guy had sex with my boyfriend like shit i'm not even doing i mean it's one man how am i slutting a bitch she had a whole lot of issues going on she was a little she was um she had to get her thyroid <laughs> i need to stop putting it out there like my mom's the worst she's not however a lot of things that i incorporate as a parent i learned from what my mother did and I said I'm not going to do that because yeah I had a lot of esteem issues growing up so me having a little girl that's my focus it's my primary focus to know you don't have to go through that because all you need is that person in your corner and encouragement and you are going to have to be involved in that you can't just expect it to happen or because your mom threw you out there and you survived that that that's what needs to happen to your kid too no you just you talk to them and i think that's where we see in these flashbacks with hannah that her mama wasn't necessarily as checked in once she need to put down the damn wine so i understand i get it there's some parents that are just totally and i, I don't judge it i don't want to sound like a dick if you drink around your children that's not a horrible thing right however when you toasted <laughs> and your child is really trying to have conversations with you and you're just flipping and like she's like oh i you know i never told her she was beautiful why did i tell her she was pretty 
I think that is a huge thing when Tyler invites her because that's one of the first people she meets when she gets in school and he's nice to her and he offers her to do a photo shoot and he kind of falls for her and whatever the case may be and he you know and she's telling her well don't take uh, put all that makeup on people will think a certain way about you like she's pretty much calling her daughter you look like a slut and as a parent (laughs) or as a mother or bored as someone whose mother said that to them that is heartbreaking that is not something you want to hear from your mom about your looks you just you know she went through the same you know insecurity spot that every female goes through like even when my daughter was younger she used to say i want straight hair i want straight hair she'd say it all the time because pretty people were straight hair and I never let her have her hair straight (laughs) I wouldn't I said your hair is so beautiful and every time I always I preemptively tell her like like oh I wish y'all had your hair it's so beautiful it's so nice and she was just so insecure about it and now that girl does not even ask for her hair to be straight now she loves her beautiful hair she rocks it all the time she owns her beautiful that beauty because it's not only just me too my sister does it a lot like now that i'm around them that's one of the biggest reasons why i wanted to get from indiana back to my family it's because we're all a family of girls and you know it's just something about being around people that look like you and talk like you and act like you that it brings up your esteem and that's just always been something that's important to me so I mean I understand that Olivia's mother I'm not trashing her as a mother because she had things going on in her life and that's the part that you understand when you're 35 and you're a child and you have a child of your own that parents aren't perfect they're just not they they get as overwhelmed and stressed and and you know they got their own baggage as well they got their childhoods and and you're not going to get that clarity when you're 13 14 but me seeing that i could look at both sides of it but that's that's the only part that bothers me about olivia is that she doesn't see that she's not doing any of that evaluating even though she did it a touch bit she said it in a way just to be excused right because she's talking to that one woman and i don't like her I'm just gonna put that out there I don't like her I don't like TV chasing women because um, like I said they're it's it what would it become a platform for your child and was it become a platform for other things um, that again I, I just don't trust the motives that's all I have to say about that however Tyler um, is threatened before he testifies by someone writing wait you ain't so i got stuck on the ain't i was like that is someone who is not smart not at all because that is awful they go in his dark room and write that on his picture like you ain't seen shit or that's what they wrote you ain't seen shit that is someone who ain't got no common damn sense (laughs) and i'm just gonna say right now it's monty that is my guess i'm throwing it out there because we saw him a few times he'd be staring over he's got bryce's back we beat them just giving each other steroids or him giving him uh, monty steroids like what the fuck yeah he's the equivalent of dumb jock he's always fucking with people i think he's the person going around 
sending everyone's threats because that you ain't seen shit <laughs> i would have laughed at that <laughs> i would have said well if you gonna send me threats why don't you try looking up an actual grammar you fucking moron anyhow um tyler points out some uh some interesting tidbits on the stand that we didn't know because he goes down memory lane and realizes that one night when he went home and she was with clay after being dropped off she went in her room and she was sexting someone not texting sexting clay thinks this is a lie and i'm like why would he lie about that sir (laughs) why would he lie about that Tyler also pointing out that Clay Jensen did the same thing to him. But also, Tyler, you didn't do a bad thing. You were stalking her. (laughs) Even though apparently that's all out in the open anyway. So they're getting him help. And I think that's the best that we can do for that situation. He has an interesting line um, where he says... There are people that get hurt and people that doing the hurting. It's never the same. And I'm like, um, that's not, (laughs) that is totally not accurate. (laughs) Not even a little bit. Cause Tyler, you did some hurt. Did you not? Courtney did some hurting. Um, and I, I don't know how I feel about that statement. Give me some more time and I'm sure I can come up with, it just felt on the first hearing false and i was like dude welcome to fucking life um (laughs) that's how i feel every time i go to corporate there are some that work hard and there's some that simply take all the credit and coast by that's just what happens i mean hannah raped clay's heart over coals before she decided she liked him tyler has been friendly with alex since he's out of the hospital he even admits to taking photos of him in the coma which is equally weird like i knew you were gonna get better so i took photos for your progression and then they're all alex is also another one that i don't know how i feel about alex since the gunshot (laughs) the the hair change is nice however he's a little too he's well i guess he's only what he could be right because he's a lot more yelly than than previous years and i'm just like sir i i get it but at the same time i feel like he's using that the incident that happened to 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 him to excuse his rude ass behavior because i don't give a damn that you (laughs) you ain't gonna scream at me in the house telling me i'm gonna hold up sir that's not about to happen so yeah let's move on because i think that's pretty much the 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 most part oh yeah when clyde clay my clyde confronts him about lying he's like i wasn't and he says that she wasn't perfect and i know that that is not what you want to hear because you put her on a pedestal but she wasn't she was clearly into someone else and making googly eyes at you too alex and jessica they are going back to school for the first time since jessica um has been recuperating from what happened to her and then alex has been recuperating from his gunshot first day back at school is awkward 
but it turns out bryce has spun this entire story that she cheated on justin and then cried rape afterwards and now somehow no way they still have writing all over the girl's bathroom that was an inconsistent part from season one that either they're showing the school really don't go in the back but you can't go in the bathroom but you ain't gonna tell me the cleaning ladies ain't going there it's their job to be quite honest <laughs> if they see shit in there when they're cleaning they supposed to do that and then why don't y'all put a i don't know you can't put a bath you can't put a nope never mind never mind never mind <laughs> but yeah that should have been graffitied over or something i don't know but i do know and this is this sounds really stupid but if it gets to that ghetto schools do it there was girls that used to smoke in the girls bathroom so one of the female teachers during um breaks and shit like when everyone was doing or going back and forth they would be in the girls bathroom (laughs) just sit dead in there like hey yeah you thought today it's not happening and they would do it until people got the message and didn't come in there and smoke because eventually if you think you might get caught you find somewhere else to go smoke it's not gonna be in this bathroom anyhow um alex is obsessing over his suicide note and the words i could have stopped it i'm guessing he must have saw hannah's rape and didn't do anything and then we have jessica's i think i brought that up like the school is not allowing anyone to talk about suicide or the trial which that's understandable um mr porter is doing the best to make up for what he himself blames himself for going wrong and he not only has pulled tyler and put him in a remedial class he approaches jessica and says if you need or maybe that's the second episode i could get him twisted um he's having the foot the the baseball team understand what informative consent is and he even offers to bench someone for a year the coach in the second episode oh we will get there we will get there and he also has a moment alone in the bathroom with bryce to tell her jessica davis is coming back to school today then you say your hair is good get the fuck out and he straight got physical physical he's like you got more to lose than i do do i do i i'm a fucking public teacher (laughs) a counselor no i do not got more to lose than you you're a rapist you's dumb why would you even think that (laughs) that's the thing about people like bryce they bitches until somebody pop up on them they ain't nate now nate's a whole other (laughs) and you know if you don't know if you haven't watched euphoria then yeah that's a whole uh, that's a whole other beast but bryce he's a little piece of punk he's a punk ass bitch and when he put his hands on him and said you ain't gonna look you ain't gonna fuck with her you best believe he was pissing his pants so i did really enjoy that very much let's move on to the second episode i don't have much to say i mean i'm kind of all over the place but if i remember something else i'll get back there uh but this episode was called two girls kissing written by thomas higgins directed by greg uh araki once again 
I gave this one a 7 out of 10. Didn't enjoy it quite as much. Although, um, just didn't like the pace of it. I do think Mrs. Jensen deserves so many awards for constantly dealing with her son's shit. Because he keeps, like she keeps saying, you're talking to yourself, bruh. Because Hannah now speaks to, to Clay. He's having a full-on psychotic break. Bryce is trying to influence the trial by getting Zach's mom to get an attorney. He is best friends with Alex, who he drives to school. Definitely protective of him. Like he saw Bryce and he really did try to pick him up and be like, let's go to other right. <laughs> it's like, stay away, stay away. Jessica is being driven to school by her dad and she every time i feel so bad for her every time she sees bryce and then he actually oh he's such a crazy person he reaches out to her hey bro, hey girl you want to go out and have some um uh just have a drink sometime what, what do you what the fuck you mean have a drink like are you meant to, like and i'm really wondering does he even mentally know that what he did was wrong does he feel i think mimi may have brought that up that everything belongs to him thus it doesn't matter if they think they didn't want it. it he's already told himself he's already got that mentality that it's it's supposed to happen it's a given if he wants it i thus shall have he's got a girlfriend chloe who makes her uh gives her a star spot in the team and then in this episode says well a leader comes out and tells you know i know about me and bryce i should have told you that we were together and she really believes this a hundred percent oh lord and then jessica ends up being upset tyler's just standing there clicking photos and then when alex is like oh and he's saying oh they said i can't take photos of female athletes again you shouldn't take photos of anyone like why is that a bad thing you're a fucking creep you take pictures of women while you're in the bathroom what do you mean why do you keep acting like the same thing that the attorney brought up on the trial which i'm glad she did like okay you saying that some people don't do things or open themselves to being bullied what are you doing to cause yourself to be bullied i'm not saying it's okay i'm not i'm saying but you also don't need to be going around taking photos of people that, that camera needs to be yanked you should be kicked off after they heard in trial that you stalk people there's no reason why you should not have gotten your photography whatever role that is taken away period anyhow um alex wants the tapes because he has a conversation with jessica where she gets upset because he keeps saying ever so calmly why don't you just go and tell everyone what happened that's the right thing to do without understanding how difficult that really is turns out from a month ago up until a month before i should say he attempted to kill himself he does not remember anything not one thing so he thinks the best way to help jessica is to listen to these tapes so he goes around to several people to try to get those tapes from them clay ends up giving them to him in the end but yeah i didn't know if alex was being sarcastic in that moment i just didn't get it but it felt as if he was not 
in the trial courtney is the one that testifies and i really tuned everything out she did come out about her sexuality but as far as i'm concerned she could have done so much more i did appreciate the the scene with her father's I do like that they're showing the parents this year because they were MIA last year. They've never interacted with their kids whatsoever. So it's good to see that the adults are being brought into it. And quite frankly, Tom Everett, Scott, I always can see him. He's my boo thing. That's Tyler's dad. And just in case you just didn't know. Anyhow, <laughs> I love him so much. Him telling his son, though, you need to stop hanging out with Alex that was a dick move and he's like oh i got a new friend named cyrus uh i can see that being a problem because mr porter has put him in the class for people who have issues basically because i thought it was going to be like him getting all the, the the baker take club together and talking it out with them no it's just him uh really putting tyler where he needs to be and getting some trying to help the boy before he turns into a mass murderer what else tony tony is hiding something because ryan comes and gives him some um some notes and it's definitely written it looks like from hannah and the fact that hannah's note said tony you will do this because you owe me not because we was friends he's also hanging out with olivia okay but he's also taking boxing classes for anger management that he has to give to his probation officer. So he got a whole lot of shit going on. <laughs> now we did not know about Tony. His hair being all up in his face. I was like, boy, you better put a band on that. You boxing. Stop it. That is not helping anybody. <laughs> and then the one dude was like, we should get in the ring one time. Was that kind of like a, a date thing? Because he's like, nah, I'm good. He must have left his other boo, which I don't blame that other guy he's like i can't deal with your high school problems <laughs> uh, what else oh sky and clay the relationship i hope is over soon because clay like i said they're both not mentally in any place to be in a relationship with each other and i should have said that last season that's what i was thinking but i should have no they're not in a relationship they're not in, neither one of them because sky once again tries to have sex with him then she kind of brings up hannah again you're still hung up on her which he is because he's seeing her um i just don't know what clay's doing and i just don't think it's good for clay to be doing it with someone who clearly can't handle it just cannot and i will say i don't blame clay though because when mine you're like oh did 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 your parents know about hannah did they know about me like you're asking yourself to be compared and contrast contrasted with hannah and that's never going to be good for you because clearly she came first and then when clay came home and her ass was just in the kitchen oh hell no which okay sure whatever dinner was seemed to be nice and you know you did see the mom who was kind of like in the beginning why don't you bring her over i've known her since she was seventh grade you guys have been dating five months why haven't you brought her over because clay ain't serious about that that's why <laughs> this is a this is a vacation from him for from his life and that's not good clay you're not okay with that and then they try to have sex once again which why would any parents let no no you are not having sex in my house that would not happen not while i'm sitting down to what the hell 
anyhow she gets upset once again and she ends up being hospitalized at the end of the episode and that's exactly why she should not be in a relationship he definitely doesn't need to be in a relationship he screams at hannah when she says you have a you have a way of picking uh complicated girls which is very true clay does have a thing for very complicated women bryce we find out is getting subpoenaed and then sherry comes back and immediately starts dragging mr porter and i'm like girl bye sorry i know that's mimi's girl but when she sat there with that smart ass attitude i'm like did you this is the same bitch who didn't <laughs> who may have caused the fatality like i don't know and i was sticking up for you all last season because i was like really technically this is all the police officers fault because if they would have did their job right <laughs> no one would have ever blamed jeff atkins for that fucking accident or maybe they would have at least they would not have thought he was drinking if they did the blood alcohol test like they are required by law to do however i just thought that was some hypocritical bullshit out of her i get that what you trying to say what you trying to do but you ain't the one to be saying it <laughs> you just not and he's like i don't think it's ever too hope well maybe if i was raped i'm gonna come to you no no ma'am because you knew she was raped for seven months and you didn't say no fucking saying oh. <laughs> see I, that's why i can't fuck with these kids that's why i'm like nah none of that attitude stuff like even jessica when she was approached and oh there's this new girl named nina who is she i'd like to know more about her but she's like don't trust mr porter he's clueless maybe maybe so maybe there are deeper shit that's going on and I, we're not aware. That's why I prefaced it earlier. There's nothing we've been seeing thus far to point that the school has been actively doing something. I don't know now with the coach. Because the coach came in and was like, I heard you had a, a, a problem with one of my players. And he basically said, well, if you check your team, I wouldn't have to. And it's not about one of your players. It's all of your players that I have a problem with. All of them. So, yeah. That little moment. I was like, sir, what are you doing? And then the the attorney coming in and talking about there's a page missing. It happens to be the day Hannah visited you. You know, I'm not going to ask and yada, 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 but they're going to ask. And then he points out that you're grilling children on the stand like they're just children. And I think that's him in a lot of ways taking responsibility. He's like, these are kids. They did shitty things. Some of them more than others. Definitely. But some of them really are just kids and need the help and yeah okay maybe i did not do what i was supposed to do but while i'm still here doing it i don't think he thinks he's not like i don't believe whatsoever he's about to go on the stand and lie he's probably about to tell it all including what exactly hannah said to her and why he reacted the way he did and why he failed in that moment and he does believe and understand and acknowledge he failed right that's an important part even if someone is not getting what you thought they should get them acknowledging that they're wrong is indeed a big thing and like i said i don't think that he did anything he can't come back from right i was negligent in a moment in which i should have done more and a girl died and now i have to live with that and now that he's living with that he's just trying to do the most he can to prepare some of that damage but in the end i do believe in a hundred percent that he believes he's probably not gonna be at the school at the end of this trial and I I can't help but commend that because he could easily, very easily just leave or 
do something else or sit in his office or cover his ass and that's not what he's doing he's trying to be what he wasn't and if we don't allow people a chance to change then from the mistakes even people in jail and death row you know if you can commit the crime you commit the crime but i mean if there's attempt to change that's why i i always go back and forth with some people's like i just don't believe in that I'm like but even if it's in a jail cell it's not to say you should need to be changed and and let out <laughs> or not deal with the consequences but you have to allow people that opportunity for no other reason for them why put them down when they're trying to change even if you don't want to accept that change or accept or forgive it you don't have to like it's almost like my father being an alcoholic he was an abusive alcoholic i don't like him to this day i will never like him i will never respect him in the same way but he's made efforts to change he's kicked alcohol for one right after doing it for 20 something years so i have to not have to but i respect that he's still a dick because i think he's just verbally just an ass some people are just an ass but he continues even in his years now to make changes and i cannot like my job is not to knock that even if i'm like well i still don't fuck with you i still don't down you for trying to make that change so i think i've given all my thoughts on these last two episodes and i do have to go to bed soon because i have work in the morning and i still need to uh, do a few things like shower (laughs) i took a shower really early this morning but now i want another one because i was driving all day and it was raining and i i hate being out in the rain and not taking a shower i don't like not taking a shower before bed that's just me just my thing But enough about that. Let's get into the feedback. If you want to join in the conversation, you could send any feedback to blackgirlcouch at gmail.com. You can send it via written format or you can send it in an audio file like my girl Mimi. Let's see what she has to say. What up, Stina? It's Mimi. Um, I am actually sending in feedback for 13 Reasons Why, Season 2, Episode 1 and 2. Now, I'm just going to keep it real with you. I watched these episodes probably like a month ago. Um, Well, I watched Episode 1 about a month ago. And then I watched Episode 2. Whenever it was, you decided that you were going to do the two episodes a week. That's when I watched the second one. Um, So it's been several weeks and I wrote notes, um, but I'm just going to touch on the things that really bothered me that I remembered um, from from episode one and two of season two, Um, because like I said, it's been a while. I think I wrote more notes on episode two than I did on the first episode, but I'll just tell you what I what like I felt really strongly about. The first thing I wanted to point out was. I don't remember specifically what was said, but I just know, and this is even going back to season one, the way these kids talk to their parents, like, like I know there's sometimes my son will say something out of pocket 
And I can tell he's just joking and I look at him and I can see in his face he regret his life's decisions. So I don't say anything. But I can tell you right now, my son at 16, 17, I will literally punch that fool in his throat. Don't you talk to me like that. I will take everything you own and you will be in this room with T-shirt, jeans and a blanket. And that's it. Staring at the ceiling. Don't don't play with me. I don't I don't understand why they let these kids get away. You you can have a car, my son. I, I want him to have a car um, and I want to be able to get it for him. I want him to worry about school and things like that. And I think, you know, especially for me, when you work in high school because you don't have anything, you want to work to get money. So that's what your main focus is. And I and one of the things that I always told myself is when I have kids, I don't want them to be worried about money so much as like, first of all, getting your education because education is very very important to me if my son decides to go to college I am going to pay for it that's something I I've literally gotten debates with people one girl I went to school with said well nobody helped me so they can figure it out that's that's not okay with me I am in debt up into my eyeballs because of all the schooling that I had and I literally am about to get a second job uh like just a part-time job just so I'm not paying these student loans off for the rest of my life like 30 years of student loan payment sounds awful and I don't want nothing to do with it so I figured I can get a part-time job for a year once that's I'm done with paying these student loans off I don't need to work there anymore I could just be you know work there whenever I feel like it but I don't want my son to get like go to school and then when he gets out the only thing he's concerned about is well I can't take this job I really like because they're not going to make enough money for me for my student loans. I feel like having a job you love is more important than how much money you make because the money will eventually get there at least in my personal opinion. The more experience you have the more money you're you're offered. Um, and I do want my son to to get a job that he enjoys and you know coming out of school already in debt and you have nothing to show for it but a piece of paper I can tell you is a terrible feeling and I can tell you that from personal experience I know they act like having an education uh, bachelor's degree is so important but right now I mean when I graduated in 2006 the first time before I went to school for nursing that degree meant absolutely nothing but me being in debt and I had to literally wait tables for a year and a half after I graduated because every job I got offered didn't pay enough that I could afford to not work at a restaurant too. So I would have been working two jobs and who finishes school and wants to work two jobs like that sounds terrible. And that's exactly how I felt. So I just feel like that to me isn't the most important, like focus on school. I know that was a like a long drawn out way of me to just say I want my child to <laughs> have you know to have school that's all he does but at any point in this scenario that I'm talking about you become disrespectful you're bad you do something you don't need to do you get suspended from school you're not getting any of that and <clears throat> I'll be damned if you just gonna have the freedom if you living in my house like my son like you want to have TikTok and all that stuff that's fine but the account gonna have a, a I'm gonna be able to access it and as soon as you change the password that I can't get to it you ain't gonna get to it because you ain't gonna have no internet you ain't gonna have no phone you ain't gonna have no computer so good luck being on TikTok with none of that stuff so I just really feel like and I and I can tell you from personal experience this is one thing I know for sure because I grew up around a bunch of white people it wasn't until I got into college that I was actually around other black folks 
Um, but suburban kids, like the ones that we see in these shows, they do talk to their parents like that. And they do tell them to get out of my room. Oh, mom, please shut up. Or don't come in here with that. Like, I look, I remember looking at them like, who the hell you talk? Mm. Like, I didn't say nothing. I was, yes, ma'am. Oh, no, thank you. I'm okay. But they're talking to their parents crazy. I was like, whoo, I would have ended up in the hospital. So I can tell you they do that. But it still doesn't make seeing it any different. Like, I still look at it like, whoo, I cannot believe it. It's like, if you letting your, you know, 15, 16 year old talk to you like that, I can't even imagine how they're going to act when they're an adult. Like, they're not going to respect you at all. Like, ugh, that's crazy. Okay, so that was one of the other things I, I thought mr porter the way he responded to bryce is that his name bryce the one that we hate um him threatening him that was kind of funny i don't know that it was smart of him to do but it, it was still entertaining um the biggest issue i had this episode was sky and clay now at the end of the episode uh or i'm sorry the end of the season um with the season finale i thought clay and sky were gonna just go back to being friends and then as I was listening to your uh, podcast over the course of season one, I realized that you were absolutely right that they were going to put them together. Um, I was hoping that being with Clay would make Clay better, like more outspoken, you know, um, and make Sky more open to other people. Like it would make them both better people. But I can tell I can tell just from just talking about season uh, episode one from this season that sky is not better like i just she's they're in a very toxic relationship and i i can't be okay with it clay is with her because he's trying to save her and she's with him probably because she's had a crush on him forever which is fine but her loving clay is not going to change how she is or who she is she is mentally damaged she needs help and it's just nothing clay can do can save her like he can't fix her and i think that's what he's trying to do he couldn't save hannah so he's trying to save um sky and the fact that he couldn't even sleep with her even though he loves her and i feel like he honestly feel he think in his mind he really does but even though he loves her he can't be physical with her and i think it's because his body knows that he doesn't care about her like that he in his mind thinks he loves her but his body knows the difference um, and the fact that he kept flashing to Hannah, dead giveaway. Um, I will say when they were at the kitchen table, like when, when Sky came to the house and they were at the kitchen table or they were like they had finished cooking dinner and they were at the kitchen table and she stuck her hand underneath the table and grabbed Clay's junk. I was livid like, bitch, are you fucking crazy? Excuse, sorry. I know I'm not supposed to be cursing, but seriously, first of all, y'all in high school, you are I'm a, I know Clay's 17, if I'm not mistaken, but you're in this man's house and his parents are literally on the other side of the table. What is wrong with you? Then they have the audacity to go upstairs and have sex. Y'all smash it in the house with his parents downstairs. That is so disrespectful. Now, I'm I'm all about like, I know kids are going to be kids. And when my son gets old enough to know, I'm going to tell him, like, first of all, always you need to wrap yourself up. But you're not gonna do this shit in my house. If you want to smash a girl, you better you better have your money and take her to a damn hotel. Like that's that's the only way I'm okay with this. You're not about to do no quickie in the car because that's that's how people end up pregnant or with gonorrhea because y'all trying to hurry up and smash real quick and, and you forget steps. 
you better take your little lazy ass to the hot to a hotel motel get a couple hours and then come home you're not gonna be doing it in my house while i'm there are you crazy the disrespect i swear but i would snatch the little girl up first of all my son would get dragged in front of her in front of her then i'm gonna take her to the house and tell her parents what i just walked in on because if my son in trouble, yo, yo ass in trouble too. And I'm ne- and I would never slut shame a girl. It's your body. I understand that y'all grow, y'all, y'all human beings, you know, horny little teenagers. I get it. But y'all gonna do this in my house. You gonna be embarrassed. He gonna get embarrassed first, and then I'm gonna take you home. And I hope you get dragged in front of me so I can see the embarrassment. I want everybody to to feel it, the wrath, because that's not okay. It's trifling. It's just very disrespectful. The last thing for uh, episode one that I want to talk about was the relationship between Hannah's mom and uh, Tony. And I got to be honest with you. I don't remember Hannah's mom's name because I can't stand her from I, I thought she would get better, but she's not. She's degressing. And it sounds like her and her husband are having marital problems. I can't say that surprises me. First of all, uh, most uh, parents that lose a kid the statistically end up getting divorced and it's probably a lot of different reasons and I can't say that I, I would understand I can't I can empathize but I don't know why but I know that they had it seems like they had a lot of different opinions on the way this trial was going the way they were handling it. there was a lot of problems and I feel like now since you know he left now hannah's mom wants this uh lawsuit even more and it's it's very unhealthy and the mom that is supposedly supporting hannah's mom i can't say that relationship is normal either it's like a dependent thing and i don't like that and she's making it seem like hannah's mom has no blame but that is absolutely a lie and the flashbacks we're getting so far it shows that she wasn't as attentive as we thought and she was kind of nitpicky and she said things to hannah now i'm not saying that that had anything to do with why hannah killed herself but i'm saying it probably didn't help like i said i don't know what her name is i can't stand her but her relationship with tony is inappropriate and it 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 made me very uncomfortable like i felt dirty watching it like something wrong like this is wrong and i shouldn't be looking at it um whether he's gay or not it doesn't matter he is a child he's in high school he's your daughter's age and you shouldn't be friends with him his sex life his boyfriend has is none of your business and how dare you bring that up to him if that was tony was my son and i found out that that lady was talking to him and they were friends i would cut that shit off no you are a grown-ass woman. You have no right talking to my son like y'all friends because y'all not. At the end. Like, I don't care. I, I, You raise your child how you want to. But to me, an adult has no reason to be friends with a child. Like, it's one thing if your your friend is or your child is best friends with their with their child. That's great. Like, you guys can be friendly. But you and my son? Absolutely not. No cut it out now stop well let's move on to uh episode two i thought it was interesting that alex and zach are friends i i i i don't know it's kind of weird but i think i'm okay with it um also oh my god what are these why can't i remember these 
children's names. Oh, Lord have mercy. I don't remember. Um, and I wrote in my notes, Bryce doesn't seem to be happy about their budding friendship. So it looks like Bryce isn't happy that Alex and Zach are friends. I'm trying to think. I, I know that they were in the pool and Zach was helping him. I'm I'm curious to know. I remember, if I'm not mistaken, the final episode of season one wasn't Alex calling Zach or was it Zach being called by Alex's family like his dad or something I don't remember but I know that they seem to be friends I guess I never got the vibe that they were like best friends but it seems like they are closer now oh and let's uh talk about Bryce's girlfriend ugh I just when she said that mess to Jessica talking about some you know and you lying about being raped excuse me first of all if if that was okay let's say that you're dating someone and someone falsely accuses them of for like I wouldn't personally ever bring it up and I feel like the fact that she did just shows how like ditzy she is and Alex when he said Chloe's in the smart classes but she does stupid things <laughs> I felt that it was so funny I wrote the exact quote down let me read what what uh he said he goes Chloe's in smart classes, but she does stupid things. I can't see her having ideas. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> that was so funny. Um, and I, <laughs> I know, like we talked about this last season, but Alex looks gay, and t this season he looks extra gay so I'm gonna go with yes and maybe him and, and Jessica are friends now because he finally explained himself to her and she knows that he's gay but like he he's giving me extremely gay vibes this season like a little little extra gay so I feel like that cannot be an accident so I'm really looking forward to seeing him come out of the closet so I can feel the vindication that I that's boiling in my soul Okay, so let me just get this big elephant in the room out because uh, I'm, I'm, I can tell already I'm going to hate it. The fact that now Hannah, like I thought we were done with her. Like I seriously thought we were going to have a look at her face ever again. But now not only is she in this season, but she's like a ghost that interacts with. I don't know if it's a figment in his imagination, if she's a ghost. I don't know what she's supposed to be, but I hate it. I hate it. Why? 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 like and now we're doing the polaroids like seriously is this what we're gonna do i thought we were gonna be moving the story along we were gonna be learning about the rest of these people um and like now we gotta watch hannah again so this is gonna suck i guess it's another mystery who's putting these polaroids out um it probably has something to do with the fact that bryce has been raping folks for a long time the one girl samantha logan i know her from all american she's probably going to be a new like long-term cast member because um she's been in a lot of things I shouldn't say long-term but I feel like she's going to have a reoccurring role um and it looks like I got the vibe that she was raped by Bryce at some point so we're probably gonna get that story um see how many people he was actually raped by probably a lot so I guess we'll find out um but I hate it I am so sick of Hannah and if she acts anything like what we've seen I'm gonna despise this season I can tell you that already
Um, I am happy that they're finally focusing on the parents and we can put a spotlight on that. The reason I said that I knew why they weren't focusing on it is because they were trying to focus on the tapes. And when I realized that, you know, Hannah didn't make one for her parents, I was like, well, we're not going to get that. But I hope and I know this is going to sound fucking terrible, but I hope we see her parents get dragged for filth in this trial because it needs to happen. It needs to happen. Now, I'm not saying that they that she should like I want her to be like in the fetal position in a corner from guilt, which I know that I would be if it was my child. I'm just going to throw it out there. But I feel like someone needs to put the spotlight on her so she can get her shit together because you're acting like you're blameless. This was your child. And if you didn't notice that they were having some issues and mentally unstable, how do you expect a school to do it when they have hundreds of students? Like you, this is your child, your only damn child. You don't even have any other child taking the focus. So seriously, where were you? Where were you? You were focused on that store and that was it. And that that was the problem. And you should feel guilty. And her keeping that bloody, disgusting shirt and getting mad when the lady washed it. That right there was a sign that this bitch is crazy. I knew she was crazy, but that just proved it. And I really hope she gets dragged because I want to see it. That's the only thing I want out of this season, if I'm being honest. Um, I think that's all. Uh, can't wait to hear your thoughts. Um, I think you're going to be real mad when you see Hannah's alive. <laughs> so I'm really looking forward to that. So uh, until next time, love, peace, hair grease, and black girl magic. Queen of the couch, Mimi out. So it looked like me and Mimi are on the same page. <laughs> thus far with this season <laughs> because she had me tired she said the Polaroids is just Bryce he been raping more people he's climbing in your windows he's snatching your people up trying to rape them so y'all need to hide your kids hide your wife and hide your husband because they raping everybody out here she said Bryce raping folks that's exactly what I think these Polaroids are too I don't know who the Scott dude that all of a sudden clay turned around and saw him standing there and was like it must be him <laughs> just because he was nearby in the vicinity his locker is there bitch why would you settle so um yes chloe is not the only slow sauce he's like oh if she had thoughts oh my god you probably said the line better but yes that was hysterical and i agree she is definitely a blonde bimbo to the extent of the word and that's probably why bryce is with her and i think she's had cheerleader too was she with him last year i'm not sure but yeah i i'm not even gonna lie i was with you when i saw hannah again i was like oh i i'm not i don't know i'm not it's not that i hate jennifer langford which is the actress that plays hannah I know I've watched two things that she was in and did not like <laughs> her particular role in both things. Jesus Christ. Sorry for my freaking chair. It's just going to make noise right now. And I cannot stop and edit every time it fucking does that. So I understand that that it could seem like it's just the actress and maybe it is. Hey, that's how I feel about Kate Walsh. Can't fucking stand her acting just cannot deal with it at all but yes i was not too pleased to see her back i had a feeling she was coming back just because i knew she was in the second season i don't know about anything past that 
But, uh, uh, I just, I don't know. I don't need to see her in that frumpy ass fucking outfit. That's mean to say. I know. That's why y'all, this is why I think maybe I'm looking at this show in a different context as well from anything I've ever related to growing up. And that's why I'm a lot crueler to it. So that's that, that's, that's that. But we all are assholes at some point. I mean, we just are. It's in our nature. We don't try, at least I'm not a bully. And most things, like I'm saying this shit to you guys, but like if I ever met the actress and I doubt she's ever listening to this podcast, (laughs) I wouldn't say, I mean, I understand I'm talking about a character, right? And not an actual person. What you talk about, I mean, there are some things you relate to real life, of course, through art. But there are also things like when I'm calling characters a bitch, I'm not going, oh my God, you're such a horrible person. But but when you do get out there in the world, sometimes you do say little things. Like, look at that woman over there, that fucking Trump sign. Like, if you're a Trump supporter, it's automatically a go on dragging you for filth at this point in time in history. Maybe in another two years when things settle down, <laughs> we could get more civil. But right now, we're not in civil times. We are at each other's throats. So things is going to get brutal and dragging is what's going to occur. But I don't know. It's just more like life is not snowballs and rainbows. And and <laughs> I feel like this show really wants to try to paint this picture of things are on a certain. I don't know. I think I lost my thought. So I'm moving on. <laughs> I literally just had a brain fart. I was like, what point was I making? I don't know, because I obviously don't care anymore. Moving on. I agree. I would pay to? What what does that mean? Oh, for college. Yes, I would pay for my kids schooling too. Now, see, that's the thing. We had to. Right? People always, oh, well, I had to suffer. Yeah, because we had to. We had no choice. There was not an either or or. My mom only had no money for college. She was like, you either get work or you better go get some student loans. She had nothing to offer. Not a dollar, not a dime for my college education. So, yeah, I had to rack up fucking debt just to get an associate's degree. And I got an associate's degree after my daughter was born because I was not going to let my daughter suffer. Like, that's what was my wake-up call, even though I wasn't making shit. I mean, I wasn't not making shit before. I had a decent job. But I wanted to... That's when the time I said, I'm ready for a career. Because I do not want my child to be suffering. I want her to have what she has. I want her to have a good upbringing. And there's nothing wrong with that. People act like suffering always a rite of passage. Not really. Maybe if you didn't suffer, you wouldn't have those years of, of when you were feeling insecure and down or when you were in those, you do something crazy things when you're not in the right headspace. There's nothing wrong with having a good, decent upbringing. That doesn't mean you raise spoiled brats because clearly you can hear what Mimi is Mimi be talking about. Like, oh no, you can have this, that, and the other thing, but if you do not act right, it will be taken away. I'm not giving it to you. I'm giving it to you because if you work hard enough for it, which is 
if you bring home good grades I, I like that's the thing about my daughter she gets rewarded because I don't have to I don't have to fight with her for much not much like even with homework for the most part she get that shit done every once in a while I'm like oh my my but she knows because from the moment she's been getting things she understands that I'm getting all this good shit because I'm doing A, B, C, and D I let her know you're getting this because you did A, B, C, and D it's not a uh, it's not a not situation she's gonna correlate that shit I want her to so that she still because when it, it dries up and she be like hey can I really get them robux oh well yesterday you was talking crazy out of your mouth so no I don't want to give that to you and then she goes in the room and she like shit I really fucked that up <laughs> and then the next day she'll just do something weird out the way just like oh, I'm just gonna do the dishes today she ain't even gotta tell me I'm gonna clean my room she don't even have to say anything she knows that reward comes with doing things but it's not to say i don't just do things for her like yeah you get some nice clothes she gets some nice shoes and i don't i don't buy her too nice of shoes though because she fucks shoes up and i'm not wasting 70 dollars on a pair of shoes no no absolutely not because she don't know how to wear a 70 dollar pair of shoes maybe one day but it's not today but i'm right with mimi like nah I'm gonna pay for my child's school because that's what I work to do and I want her to get an education and when she's in school I want her to learn not have to work and bust two jobs and do this that and other okay that gets you to a certain level but it also puts a lot of fucking stress on you so that when you're 35 fucking years old you on this that and the other pill and drinking four or five drinks a night y'all act like that the like suffering don't come with a consequence as well sure you got a backbone and you can deal with it but Ooh, it's a lot I had to go through just to get that backbone. Would have been nice if my mama just took me out to drive and I'd have to go pay for them lessons and go get that job at McDonald's to pay for them lessons. When my daughter gets in high school, you best believe she gonna have a job. She is gonna have a job. When she get about 16, 17, she gonna have a job. Even if it's for the goddamn summer, she gonna have a job because she gonna need to know how to work. She don't need to know how to work when she when she uh 24 years old because when she's in college I want her to focus on her education. So you're gonna have to get that work life balance experience. Now some people are like, well I don't want to have my kid work because they want to do sports and stuff. Okay, if that's what her thing is and she's passionate about it, but I already know my child and that's not her thing. <laughs> it's not her thing at all. And work is actually good. I mean, it gets you out with people. It starts it i just think that even like i said even if it was one summer because you you don't do anything in the summer all those school curricular activities go on during the year but you you need that experience before you're tossed into it because shit my sister would never had a job and best believe when it was time to get one she didn't have no understanding two of them did like three (laughs) i was the only one my mom made work and the rest of them didn't they coast through and and by the time it was time to get a job they, and that's why they, none of them three out of the they, they can't hold one they never got that experience because my sister went all through college and she's a smart girl that's the thing and then i love what you said about a piece of paper that means something it does mean an accomplishment but it comes with debt and it also it doesn't teach you the world it doesn't teach you everything about the world so if you really have your kid this sheltered 
and you don't give them that knowledge and you toss them into college and they go four years of partying in a frat and they think that's life <laughs> and then they get out of sky uh out of college and then they don't know what the fuck to do this is exactly what happened to my sister she's a straight a honor roll student got to college got uh, she didn't get straight a's but she was a good college student got her bachelor's degree where is she right now a halfway house that's a real life story also that's why i tell my daughter as well college is a decision you need to make i want you to go to college i think it's a beautiful experience and you need to learn more than what high school taught you because that stuff ain't real (laughs) that is half the story you need to go out there and get some serious education i want you to have those four years that i wish now going back i could have had and i think you would honestly enjoy it however just know you don't need to go to college to be successful because most of the people that i see in this company that i work for they i mean a lot of people not just some people a lot of people in the world they find a trade right they get into computers or this that and the other thing uh they pursue nursing you know nursing uh can be a program or it could be a degree as in what mimi did so that was a whole tangent of information (laughs) to say i agree with you yes they are in a toxic relationship i think i spoke my opinions about that as well i like your perspective that i didn't even see that he's trying to save her i think that's very true i didn't even put that together yes these kids are very fucking disrespectful to their parents i don't know either because i'd be the same way like girl i'm not even trying to be funny but if you 17 years old up in my face talking about (laughs) yelling at me you best believe you about to be up across the wall (laughs) (laughs) i do not want to physically assault my child but i will if they want to buck okay knock if you buck be buckled all the way to fucking down and like you said i didn't want to even go that far though that's the thing right we keep making that joke but we make that joke because we know we, for our kids it ain't ever going there <laughs> like to be truthful these parents that had their kids yelling at them like that though they did not do their job they did not do and stop him from these uh from knowing when he got to that age that you don't talk to me like that period you just don't and me and my daughter joke a lot right and sometimes she will she'll look at me like she'll say something she'll i mean just like your son <laughs> like uh oh uh, maybe i said something that wasn't uh, uh, uh. every once in a while she'll just like really piss me off too but i'll be like i'm walking away i'm not even gonna deal with you right now i'm walking away you be snippy that girl will come back in 15 minutes with her giant size teddy bear (laughs) and she will just lean on me to say i am so sorry (laughs) we just don't we don't have we have that rapport we have a very close relationship granted it's just been me and her for a long time but when you build that that's what i mean i like i understand that as adults we do get caught up i know i get caught up sometimes i could do a better job like 
one of the biggest things for me is sitting down and like watching tv with my daughter like we we rarely do that <laughs> like we'll play games we'll do this i rarely sit down and watch her tv show because i'm just like ah. like i'll have her talk to me about it all the time but i don't want to watch it <laughs> and i know that's terrible i reconcile this and now though it's come to the point where i've tried to sit down with her i'm like okay let me watch it with you she'd be like um this is weird i don't want you to watch it with me <laughs> so now i have to find other things to try to you know to get out with my daughter though that is my my biggest thing is start to do more things like it's not that we don't because we are we're in each other's pocket all day so it never occurs to me to like just make it some actual big deal to sit down and do something we're doing stuff with each other all day like she'll just even when i'm working she just sits right there right there at my freaking right there in front of me and she's playing with my feet or i play with her feet or i'm doing it's constant so but i do evaluate what i could do better what things i could work on <laughs> even if it's a compromise <laughs> like a big compromise is me listening to it i'm like i don't know who these fucking people are and i just have to be like uh-huh uh-huh and it's not that I, and some of them i do i know sasuke and naruto they're a couple together sakura and the d i mean i'm trying i'm trying um one step at a time <laughs> what i mean you evaluate yourself as a parent but as long as you're emotionally invested in your child i think that that goes a long way like loving your child goes a long way and sometimes you just gotta yeah like oh you want to act a fool that thing everything that you have your little phone guess what it's being handed over i'll cut it off i ain't even gotta pay it <laughs> i mean consequences what else did you say um oh about about uh alex i think alex and zach were always kind of friendly but yeah i do agree they were they're seeing we're seeing more scenes of them this year thus far and i think that he really likes jessica i agree though that i think he's gay so I'm conflicted because that's what he was saying. He's like, I can't help Jessica. Like, I think he really got some feelings for her still. And I'm not sure. I mean, it's just, it's, yeah. But then when he was talking to Zach and he was like, oh, and it seemed like they were flirting a little bit by the car. Or is that just me? Hmm. I guess we'll find out. I want to be validated too. Vindicated. Um... And lastly, about Tony and Olivia. Yeah, that is, she is, she is doing way too much. Like way, way too much. She needs to stop. Like she had that map in her room. And she, she has literally went down. And I think, believe that's why the husband left. To be honest, I think that she is holding on to something instead of trying to resolve it. She's trying to become, I think, what exactly that mom is. <laughs> um, the other mom that's staying with her. They they are becoming these, these... Uh, I just, I don't like them. I don't like her. And yes, that is a child. 
and you do not need to be friends with the child point blank that is my feelings on this episode that is mimi's feelings if you want to join in the conversation again black couch at gmail.com you can find this podcast on podbean stitcher itunes spotify wherever else good podcasts can be found my social medias will be below remember to like share subscribe and if you have time run over to itunes leave a review and rate the podcast until next time peace hair grease and black girl magic